Good morning, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Friday, February 19th, our third day into Lent. That 40-day journey is moving. We are, uh, gosh, one-thirteenth of the way. <laughs> I hope wherever you are and uh, however this finds you, I hope you are um, just feeling the, uh, the mercy and love and the goodness and the presence of God all around you. So normally, again, read the gospel, have these last couple of uh, days, but today I'm going to go away from that. I'm going to read Isaiah. I'm going to read the first reading, uh, Isaiah 58, 1 to 9a. I kind of liked where it was going, uh, and the gospel was only two verses, so, and it was talking about fasting as well. So we're just going to go with the, the more full-throated reading, uh, and let's, uh, let's dive right in, shall we? A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord God, cry out full-throated and unsparingly. Lift up your voice like a trumpet blast. Tell my people their wickedness and the house of Jacob their sins. They seek me day after day and desire to know my ways, like a nation that has done what is just and not abandoned the law of their God. They ask me to declare what is due them, pleased to gain access to God. Why do we fast and you do not see it? Afflict ourselves and you take no note of it. Lo, on your fast day you carry out your own pursuits and drive all your laborers. Yes, your fast ends in quarreling and fighting, striking with wicked claw. Would that today you might fast so as to make your voice heard on high. Is this the manner of fasting I wish, of keeping a day of penance, that a man bow his head like a reed and lie in sackcloth and ashes? Do you call this a fast, a day acceptable to the Lord? This, rather, is the fasting that I wish, releasing those bound unjustly, untying the thongs of the yoke, setting free the oppressed, breaking every yoke, sharing your bread with the hungry, sheltering the oppressed and the homeless, clothing the naked when you see them, and not turning your back on your own. Then your light shall break forth like the dawn, and your wound shall quickly be healed. Your vindication shall go before you, and the glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call, and the Lord will answer. You shall cry for help, And he will say, here I am. My friends, the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I mean, this is so good, isn't it? You know, again, I could have read the gospel and and it was uh, about fasting as well. As I said, two verses. And and it's just simply the uh, disciples of John saying, hey, how come your disciples don't fast? And we do. And Jesus talking about, you know, how can you fast when the bridegroom is present? But both are talking about fasting. But I love this one because it breaks it open in Isaiah in his beautiful style, talking about really, what are we talking about when we talk about fasting? You know, is is God pleased with this idea of that a man or woman shall simply bow their head like a reed uh, in sackcloth and ashes, and God, and expect that God hears them as they cry out in this state. That, in a sense, even I liked at the end of this first paragraph, it says, "They de- they ask me, meaning God, they ask God to declare what is due them, 
pleased to gain access to God. Why do we fast and you do not see it? Afflict ourselves and you take no note. Why, God, if we bend our, our head like a, a, a reed and, and bow in sackcloth and ashes, why do you not respond? And then he says, listen, on the day that you bend your head like a reed and, and you're lying in sackcloth and ashes, you're still driving your people unjustly, all your labors, and you quarrel and you fight. And uh, is, this, is this how you expect to be heard on high? Is this it? Is this the answer? That you fast, you go without, and yeah, that, that creates hardship within us. We know that. And, and that that in its own right deserves something. But, oh, it's so good. In sense, in, and then he turns it on us and says, would that today you might fast so as to make your voice heard on high. How do, how do we do that? This is the fasting that I wish. Releasing those bound unjustly. Untying the thongs of the yoke. Setting free the oppressed and breaking every yoke. Sharing your bread with the hungry. Sheltering the oppressed and the homeless. Clothing the naked when you see him. Not turning your back on your own. That is so good, brothers and sisters. I've said this before. I will say it again. Listen, the, the, you know, in fact, today, later today, I'm going to go uh, and have a holy hour. We expose the Eucharist where we can sit in the presence of God. And we call that adoration and, and aptly so. And we call that exposition as we expose the blessed sacrament. Uh, you know, that, that this, is, this is the God of the universe that we get to commune with and, and we get to adore. And that is a good and holy thing, brothers and sisters, to spend time with and before the Eucharist to allow ourselves to be seen and to see it. But brothers and sisters, the Eucharist first and foremost is not about adoration. It is only secondarily about adoration. It is first and foremost about transformation. That we may become that which we see. That we may take it. That we would be bread broken on the altar along with Christ. And that we may be wine poured out on the altar along with Christ. And when we take it in and say amen to the body of Christ, and we are saying yes, not only to what is before us, but who we are. And that we too might uh, uh, act and, and live and, and, and have our being in the same way that Jesus Christ did. And, and, and if we want to know what that looked like, uh, I mean, just all we do is open the Gospels, Right? You know, I, I, one of my favorite passages, and I've mentioned this before too, is Luke 4, 16 to 21. Um, and that is the, the thesis of Jesus in Luke's gospel. Up till that point, it had been infancy narratives for two, uh, two chapters. Then he does the, the, uh, 
um, the heritage in chapter 3. Luke does. And then he goes to the, to the desert, and he comes back out, and he goes to the synagogue. And so this is the first time he's really said anything. And he, and he opens to Isaiah. I think he opens to Isaiah 61. He doesn't open to Isaiah 58, which is this one. But it's saying the same thing. You take this, and you, and you take it to Isaiah 61. It's almost the same thing. But it's Jesus saying, this is what my ministry is. The rest of the gospel is going to correspond to what I'm telling you right here. And what does he say? The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to bring glad tidings to the poor, to release those in captivity, to announce a year of favor, and, and to set those free. Brothers and sisters, that is the ministry of Christ. And if that's the ministry of Christ, it is our ministry too. That's why we fast. We fast so as not to be say, okay, God, I've done without uh, meat today. It's a Friday in Lent. Or I've done without food, you know, in general on Wednesday, on Ash Wednesday. And does that please you? And God says, does it lead to transformation? Because if it does, brothers and sisters, yes, yes. Does our abstinence of meat today, Father Carl alluded to it in his his Ash Wednesday homily. Do we simply replace meat today, a hamburger with, uh, with lobster? Is, is that what this calls us to? Or does it call us to something more, to the spirit of the law, which invites us to commune with the poor, those who couldn't afford meat when this law was created? And how does this transform us to understand what's going on within them? Brothers and sisters, there are people all around us that are, that are bound and treated unjustly. We've, we've, if nothing else, what have we learned in the last year? Um, there are people all around us that are, are, are unjustly bound through systems that we set up, through ways that they are treated, through ways that they are, are, are placed on the fringe or marginalized. There are people in our life that are treated unjustly and that are bound up. And they wait for somebody to notice them, to see them, and, and to walk with them. And in doing so, we help unbind them. And they, us, by the way, in doing this, they unbind us because you know what we're bound to. There are people that are naked uh, and afraid with the vulnerability that they feel right now. And I don't just mean naked from clothes. There are people that are, are hungry for the light that we can bring. And, 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 and the, not just the words, although that too, but the goodness, that, uh, the, the fellowship, the, the, the presence, the support. Brothers and sisters, this is the fast. This is the fast that our God invites. He invites us to be transformed by the Eucharist, by the adoration, by the prayer, by the fasting from food that we do, that it may transform us, that we may be one with those who are unjustly treated now. We cannot change the world, and we cannot change the whole system individually, but we can change something in our world. We just have to have the eyes to see. And what happens then? What happens? Well, Isaiah tells us, then, then, after we have been transformed and we walk with these brothers and sisters of ours who are, who are bound unjustly, who are hungry, who are naked, 
then our light shall break forth like the dawn. Why? Because we, be tra- we are being transformed by these people who we assist to. That's, that's how God works. That's how good God is. Then our light shall break forth like the dawn, and our wounds shall quickly be healed. And our vindication goes before us. We know it when we see it, right? We know it when we see it. We loved Mother Teresa not for her words, although her words were very good. We loved her because of who she was, and we saw it. We saw it in what she did. And yes, her light did break forth like the dawn. There is no doubting that. And her vindication walked before her. Brothers and sisters, allow our prayer, our fasting, the Eucharist, to transform us so we may help transform some part of the world today which unjustly marginalizes others in our life. May we have the eyes to see, the courage to act, and the heart uh, to be open to that transformation. Let's pray. Again, we just uh, trust that our God hears us, my friends. We trust that our God hears and and doesn't need to hear it a hundred times, these same uh, supplications and, and uh, things we place before him. But, but once is enough. And we place them in the arms of our Blessed Mother, knowing she knows where to take them. So let's begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The fifth joyful mystery, the finding of Jesus in the temple. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 
Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, have the best of weekends. Uh, May it be blessed. May it be, uh, I don't know, may it be filled with joy and and the hope that uh, God is present. God is present. Bless you, and we'll uh, be back together again on Monday.